Hello! Ahoy! Welcome to episode 8 of season 2 of Bottom of the Stream. What's getting a bit of a mouthful? I know, yeah. I remember that. Usually I forget. I'm usually like, episode 7. Yeah. Uh, how are you this week? I'm good, Adam. How are you? I'm good, Nicholas. <laughs> we need to use our names more. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> well, I, I just think it probably helps in case we have any new listeners. We have got a few new new listeners. Good. Hello, new people. Have we got anyone in Vermont yet? Welcome aboard. Nope, still nobody in Vermont. <sighs> if anybody out there is listening who knows anybody in Vermont, please ask them to listen to the podcast. It's the last state that we need on our state map of america get the full set yeah to get the full set we just need a vermont a vermontonian so one day one day we'll it'll get happen there. we'll get him i checked again today and there's still nobody there. for a big party <laughs> how are you yeah very good yeah very good yeah good good glad have, to hear it have you recovered from buster's mal heart last just week? about I've, this probably today was probably the first day i've not thought about it <laughs> which is a good sign i'm, I'm getting over it have, have you changed your opinion at no. all in the last week no it's just a rubbish boring film it was really bad wasn't it yeah it was really bad yeah i don't i, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore it's bottom of the stream it's probably going to stay there for a little while hopefully it's going to stay there for a long time do not watch it do not watch but it's my heart it's terrible right i will run through the social medias shall go i it. go for it follow us on twitter we're really close to 600 live view followers on twitter yep. so if you can get us up there that'd be great we'd be really appreciate that um, it is at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Instagram is the same, at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. And the website is www.bottomofthestream.com where you will catch every episode we've ever done. And you will also find the stream table for season one and the current stream table for season two. Yeah, it's starting to build up. It is, yeah. So we'll be eight in by the end of this one. Yeah. This is where it starts to get difficult now when we get yeah. into near the double figures. Proper decisions and arguments about decisions. where to slot them in yeah definitely um i'm gonna put in a promo for another podcast just here are you looking for some great indie podcasts to listen to check out the pod nation list on podchaser.com where you can find a list of great indie podcasts get links to their official websites and even listen to some of their episodes without needing to create an account or log in Here's an example of one of the great indie podcasts you can find on Pod Nation. Hello, podcast listener. You're clearly a person of refined taste and style, as your choice of podcast clearly reflects. Therefore, I think you'll agree that the finest film ever made is 1991's epic Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. There is much debate here at the Department of Cinema as to whether or not this is the case. Some of the finest minds in the land are mulling over this issue as we speak. An invaluable resource to us is the Better Than Robin Hood podcast. It can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, Castbox, Overcast, SoundCloud, and pretty much wherever podcasts are available. The two hosts, Pete and Fran, are fully committed to finding out if there is a film out there that is better than Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. They also discuss such other important topics as Is Donald Trump scared of giants? Is Morgan Freeman a golf Buddha? Does Sean Bean like cake? And did Michelangelo carve David to impress chicks? So, if you're as refined and classy as I suspect you are, you'll download the Better Than Robin Hood podcast today. Don't delay! So once again, for some great indie podcasts, check out the Pod Nation list on podjacer.com. So yeah, go and check them out, whoever they were. I've not decided who's going in yet. It's a lottery. It's a lottery, so go and check them out. Now what do you want to do? Have you got any... Top of the streams. Anything stuff? you've been watching this week? I watched Eli. Ah, okay. So this completes your set that, of... Yeah, that's all five films October. from October's horror films now yeah. that I've done. Eli was all right. Okay. It wasn't what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a scary ghost story. You were looking forward to this one. I was. I was really looking forward Most to it. Most out of the five, It really? was an intriguing premise. So, so it's just a, remind us what so it was. It's about a kid who lives his life in a bubble because he's got this disease where he's allergic to pretty much everything. An actual so, bubble or a metaphorical bubble? A metaphorical... Well, it's a see-through tent. Okay. So I guess it is an actual bubble. Right. Um, he's got this disease where he's he can't go outside, he can't touch oxygen or anything like that, like unless it's like purified. Right. So his parents take him to this like sanctuary where this woman's developing a cure and it's all about her relationship with him and how they 
build it up, but it turns into this really creepy ghost story. Okay. It's weird, but it's good. So where would you have... So what was the best film out of those five? Fractured. Fractured. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, Fractured was the best. Rattlesnake that is the one the that... Best. Yeah, just from the premise. Sandwich. Definitely. It was. It was watching. leaps and bounds above the others. Okay. I can't even remember what the first one's called. It's been racking my brains. It's a time travel one. I remember you saying... And it's completely gone out of my head what it's called. That it was quite unremarkable. Yeah, it wasn't great. In the Tall Grass was probably the... In the Tall Grass and Eli is probably a mix between the two. Okay. Depends what you're into. Have you been watching anything good this week? I, I've had a very busy week. I've not really had much much chance to, really. No. Um, we've watched sort of uh, just on and off when we've had had a bit of time here and there. There's a couple of sitcoms we're, we're sort of dipping in out of, one of which we have talked about off air. So yeah. we will mention it on air. <laughs> and that's <laughs> Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek is brilliant. I've started watching Shit's Creek in the last couple of weeks. So I think well. I think you're ahead of us. I'm midway through season three. Okay. So I was saying the other day to somebody else that we know that, I like to have a sitcom on the go. Yeah. Just for like when you've got a spare half an hour and then you've got your other TV series when you've got a bit more time to sit and watch them. Yeah. But I tend to now sit and watch sitcoms for two or three hours at a time <laughs> and then I run out of half an hour shows. So I've blitzed through Shit's Creek in the last few weeks and it's brilliant. Dan Levy is a comedy genius. Yeah, they're he's, good. They're good. He's the amazing. Levies, aren't they? they are good. There's a Levy in this film that we're about to talk about, but she's yes. not related. Is she not? No, I checked. So I kept getting really <laughs> confused with her because it's Jane Levy. Yeah. And I just, I just, had in my head um the english lady from fraser because i thought that was her name <laughs> she leaves isn't she? yeah leave she's a lot older yeah yeah a lot older yeah yeah shit's creek though if you've not seen it it is really funny it's definitely worth a go eugene and dan levy created it themselves yeah they're very good and they're both in it it's really good it's really good fun everybody in it's really clever really funny good yeah that's pretty much it for top of the stream stuff so I, yeah it's been a pretty quiet news week so i don't think there's much to report no there. i haven't really got any netflix news I, like I say, I've had a quite busy week. I've not really watched too much, but I do have a contribution to our introduction slash beginning. Have you got a game? I have got a game yes. this week. I love your games. So <laughs> I, it's a bit of a twist on one we've played before. Okay. So we did, I can't even remember which episode it was in because I'd have to go back and check. I haven't got time to do that. But um, where we had, guess, is this horror film true or false? Actually. Oh, yeah. So we're doing that again. Cool. But with zombie films. Oh, excellent. And I like to call this game Zom A or Zombie. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, so what's I, the premise? What am I doing? So I will give you five films. Yep. And you tell me which one is a real film. Okay. And which ones are not that have been made up by myself. Okay, cool. Um, so let me just get my list, which I wrote earlier. Coming prepared. I like it when you come prepared. It's a rarity. <laughs> it does happen occasionally. Okay, so yeah, we'll go five usual rules, five films. Yeah, best of five. You need to get, yeah, best of five and you, you win. Okay, cool. So let's start with Goal of the Dead. Goal of the Dead? Yeah. Sounds like it'd be about zombie footballers. Um, No, I don't think that's real. It is real. Is it really? It's a it terrible is, name. It is a French film from 2014. Oh, right. A football match turns into a bloody battle for survival. When a virus turns players and spectators into zombies. That sounds interesting. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Maybe check that one out. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure it's not on Netflix. No way I'm going to be able to find it. <laughs> right. Okay. It's not a great start, but... Uh, no. I, yeah, I never start well. I always start slow and come back. The next one is Big Tits Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that could go either way, because that is right in your sense of humour. You could have definitely made that up. But also... oh. No, I think you've made that up. No, it's a real film. <laughs> Am I going to fall into this trap again where they're all real? It's a Japanese film. It's called Big Tit Zombie. Yeah. A desperate stripper raises an Amazing. army of the dead so her co-workers have to save the world. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. 2010 in Japan. Yeah, there, there might be some translation yeah. uh, issues in the uh, description Big there. Big Tit Zombie. That's a great film name. Oh, I've got some work to do now. I've got to get all three of them. <laughs> okay, next one. Amazon Peril. I feel like you, the, you would have made up something more punny than that, so I'm going to go, that's real. No, I made it up. <laughs> oh, I'm having a bad day. No way. That you was, made that up? Yeah, that was going to be um, my film about a group of backpackers who get lost in the Amazon. And face some peril. Yeah. And, and like there's a zombie tribe that they have to escape from. Sounds good. Yeah. I don't think I'd we'll call make it Amazon that. peril, though. Well, I, I was trying to... Amazon B, surely. I, yeah, I didn't know if I could have called it Amazon Prime, but then I thought we might get sued. <laughs> 
I'm a zombie. That sounds like a good film. We'll make that in a few years. Sounds good. Get right in. Okay. Um, oh, I can't win now. No. Oh, well. Damn it. Let's just for fun. The last couple. Right. Next one. Night of the dawn of the day of the sun of the bride of the return of the revenge of the terror of the attack of the evil mutant alien flesh eating hellbound zombified living dead part two. <laughs> That's definitely real. Yeah, it is real. You're not intelligent enough to make it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just weird. I, I want to watch. What happened to part one? Uh, part one doesn't exist. What? Yeah. So you have to watch part two. What? <laughs> it's like a spoof. Oh, okay. Spoof horror film. I really want to watch film. that. What was it called again? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yes. Right. Very seriously. Night of the dawn of the day of the son of the bride of the return of the revenge of the terror of the attack of the evil mutant alien flesh-eating hellbound zombified living dead part two. You did that really well until you got to zombify. Yeah, I know. Messed it up. I, went, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I want to watch that. Can you find that for me, please? Okay. Right. I'll, I'll have my people talk to your people. Thank you. That's just literally me and you. <laughs> okay, last one. Go for it. Zomboy. Zomboy? Yeah. Yeah, that's real. No, I made it up. <laughs> I've literally got one right. So, so that's going to be the film about uh, a boy. He's, he's just a zombie. born zombie, and he has born to, zombie. Yeah, and he's he's got to um, just live his everyday life as a zombie, and everyone else is, he is a functioning normal. zombie. Yeah, everyone else is normal. Yeah. He's the only zombie. But is he a functioning zombie? Is he like? Yeah, so he's got to go to school, get a job. Sounds good. He would play. <laughs> It'd be zombie. really boring. It'd be like a. Are you casting a zomboy? Uh, what young zomboy? Yeah, I don't know enough children actors. Jacob Tremblay, it's got to be. Yeah, he's the okay. only good child actor out there. Is um the kid out of the Sixth Sense? Is he still young enough? To... No, he's like forty something. <laughs> <laughs> You've got loads of. There's all the kids in it. Yeah, they're, that's they're true. all kids. Yeah, that's true. They're like early teens now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mid teens. Right. I'll uh, I'll speak. Stranger to them Things. As well. There's we'll loads of kid up. actors out there, but I think Jacob Tremblay sounds like zomboy to me. Let's cast him. Send him an email. Good, so one four. That's terrible. That's my oh, worst. Okay. Zombie films are my favourite, and that's yeah. the worst one. Not good. I'm not happy with that. I do kind of want to see Goal of the Dead. I'm not going to lie to you. I really want to see that really one with a really long name. <laughs> What's it called again? No, you <laughs> It's the only film that's got a longer name than I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. That's from, true. From last season. That is true. That was a terrible. That got really name. annoying to say. It did. Oh, well. Okay, better look next time. Yeah. I think we've done everything. Yeah. So do you want to talk about this week's film? Let's do it. We should get around to that, shouldn't we? We should, probably. We're, we're quite a long way into the recording now. Okay, so what did we watch this week? Uh, this week we watched a zombie film, obviously. We obviously. watched Op- Office Uprising. Easy for you to say. Yeah, from... 2018. Yeah, Office Uprising is a 2018 film. It is currently rated at 15. It's one hour and 32 minutes long. And it's currently rated at 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Respectable score. Yeah, we're getting some quite high scores this year. Mm. I think our average is going to be higher at the end of this season than it was at the end of last season. Stars Brendan Thwaites as Desmond, who is an Australian guy. As you know what we do with Australian actors, we find out if they've ever been in Home and Away. We do. And Brendan Thwaites has been in Home and Away. Good on him. For quite a long time. Bonza. Big character in Home and Away. Was he? Yeah. He's also, you'll also know him from Titans, if you're watching that, the DC show. He currently plays Dick Grayson or Robin, or Slash Robin. Uh, he's also been in Maleficent. Maleficent. I've seen that. Have you? Hmm. Uh, it's alright. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. There's another one coming out soon, isn't there? Uh, I think it's out. Was it yeah, out already? I think so. I'm not. Or, or it's imminent sort of if it isn't already. And he was also in the latest Pirates of the Caribbean film, Salazar's Revenge. I have seen that and I can't recall any detail not, about not it whatsoever the, the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean films are they're really hit or miss, just they? merge some of into them, one the first couple are alright I the rest think are one's right. good and then the rest yeah, are all rest are... completely interchangeable yeah absolutely um, also stars Jane Levy as Samantha not Jane Leaves not Jane Leaves from Frasier um, she is in What If which is a drama series on Netflix TV series yep I've not watched it yet it is on my list she also is in Castle Rock no, we've not talked about Castle Rock before. No, I meant to, to ask you about Castle Rock a couple yeah. of times and I've never got around to it. So Castle Rock is a TV series that's loosely based on the Stephen King universe, which is obviously Castle Rock, where that comes from. Yeah. And you get various different Stephen King characters popping up. But there's also some who are inspired by Stephen King characters, as in Jane Livy in Castle Rock plays a character called Jackie Torrance, who is a female Jack Torrance, obviously. Um, I've not seen the second season yet. I know it's out. It's been out for a while. The first season's all right, but I'm hearing really good things about the second season. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's good. it all focuses on the early life of the woman in from Misery. Yes, yeah, 
I'd read something about that today. But What's it, her name? Annie. Annie. Annie Wilkes. Wilkes. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that season kind of focuses around her. It also stars the brother of Bill Skarsgård. No, it does star Bill Skarsgård, okay. but not as Pennywise. How yeah. much money must Stephen King just rake in? Just constantly being making, just constantly making money. Books and just can't, he's got another. It, I've I've seen today that there's another book for pre-order on Amazon coming out in May it's next year. Guy's a machine. Yeah, and she was also Jane Levy's also was in the 2013 remake of The Evil Dead. So she's paced, she's dealt with zombies and things before. God, oh, this should be easy for her then. Yeah, it should be. Also stars Karen Sonny. I think that's how you pronounce his name. It's a man. Yeah. Karan, maybe. Who you will know from Deadpool and Deadpool 2. And he's also in Safety Not Guaranteed. <laughs> Again. Now, we've pretty much covered the whole cast of that film. I think now. we have, yeah. So at some point we might have to talk about it. Cause maybe we could do that as a bonus or something. That's Mark Duplass. Because that is a great film. Jake Johnson. Uh, Jeff Garlin. Yeah. This would be the fourth guy from that film that we've No, and... About. Um, her name has gone yeah, out of my they, head. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. So there are five yeah. people from that film that we've talked about. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, he was also in Goosebumps with Dylan Manette, who was from who was in the first film that we talked about. Yeah. So I've seen Goosebumps, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he I think he, I remember he mentioning deals with that a lot of our, our, Yeah, our you very, did. Very, first, very episode. first episode. So he deal Karen Sonny deals with a lot of our um, alumni. And also stars Zachary Levy, who you will know from Chuck and Shazam. Yeah. So there's, there's quite a cast in this one. Yes. Did you read about the director as well? A little Actually, bit, but I was, was concentrated more on the cast because I thought you might tell me something about it. Yeah, that. that's fine. So <laughs> the di- directed by a, a guy called Lynn Oding. Oding, yeah, I think so. And this is his second film. Right. But most interestingly, he's had quite a long c- career in Hollywood himself. As Yeah, I've no- I noticed this. As a stunt performer. Yeah. Um, and he has a huge long list of credits. Does, yeah, lots in of pretty of much every major blockbuster for the last ten to fifteen years. Seems to be years. a highly respected stuntman. Um, isn't he? Yeah, who's uh, taking the plunge into directing. So hopefully we've got some good action sequences to talk about at yeah. least. Yeah, so that was quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like an interesting guy. So that's your cast and your director. Do you want to talk about the film? Yeah, let's crack on. Cool. So this film starts with a. Not a news bulletin. No, not a news bulletin. Almost like a promotional video. Yeah, it's like an advert, isn't uh, it? For Ammotech. Yes. A company who uh, design and build weapons of mass protection. <laughs> I saw that slogan. I knew you'd like that. Yeah, it's yeah. basically a sales slash promotional video, isn't it? From yeah, the chairman. it's basically, yeah, from the chairman of the company. And we are introduced to their office building yep. in Lubbock, Texas. Indeed. And then as the f- that's like pre-credits or yep. pre-title card. And then we kick straight in with a guy with a guy in a car who we later find out is called Des, who is Brendan Thwaites' character, and he is late for work. Straight away, I'm going to say this several times throughout this. Go on. There is a, a lot of homage in this movie to the film Office Space. Yes, there is. Have you seen Office Space? A l- long, long time ago, but I have seen it. So they're really going for that sort of vibe here. It's exactly that sort of vibe. So straight away, um, this character, Desmond, is coming late to work. He's got rap music going in the car. It's it's just office space. That yeah. same thing happens in that film. Yeah, uh, and it's not the only reference because oh, I think it is done on purpose. Yeah, it's definitely intentional. Um, it's it's, a, it's not lazy. It is a bit of a homage. Yeah. So there, that was cool. Yeah, I think you're right. And so he's late for work. He eventually gets in, goes through two layers of security guards because obviously it's a weapons factory and weapons supplier. Then he meets a girl in the lift who we find out is called Sam, who is Jane Levy's character. And this appears to happen a lot. They seem to meet in the lift when he's late a lot, and she gives him a watch. Yes, to keep so he can keep track of the time. So she is basically. I think you get the impression that she's not got him his job, but she's sort of always almost giving him a character reference. Yeah, I got the impression she was a bit more senior than he was. Yeah, because she's in HR. Yeah, and that she's kind of vouched for him a few times when he's been late. Yeah, he's a bit of a dropout, isn't he? Yeah, a bit of a stoner. He manages to sneak to his desk and avoid capture. By the boss man, but he does get caught because his phone rings and he gets called into the boss's office as soon as he sits down. This is where we meet his boss, who is Zachary Levy's character. Yeah. So we meet them all early doors, which is nice. And basically he tells him there's going to be a merger of two companies. So then he kind of tells him not to be worried about his job, but book his ideas up basically is what he's saying, isn't it? Yeah, and he wants uh, Des to produce the report yeah. into basically... Just a generic yeah. report. Yeah, of why they should merge. <laughs> but they're, they're merging with a weaponized gas company. Yeah. So <laughs> this this is kind of what we're dealing with here. This is a very 
extreme parody of a company that, yeah. yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, doesn't exist in real life. But, but I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. And he gets back to his desk and the kind of all the people that sit in the cubicles around him are talking about how they're all worried for their jobs. One person talks about how somebody's already been fired that morning or been made redundant that morning. Yeah. And that's where we meet Mo. Yeah. Who is Karen... Sony. Sony's character. And the old chap who they sit with, who is Lechworth? Lentworth. Lentworth. Close. And he is played by Kurt Fuller. Yes. Love that guy. Yeah. So, really again, good. someone who pops up in... Who Everything. has been... Yeah, for like 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's World. I yeah. Know from... He's sort of hen- henchman slash bad guy and a load of stuff. If, yeah. you're, if anyone's a fan of the TV series Psych, he was the coroner in that for years and years. Right. Um... I've never seen Psych. Oh, yeah, it's very funny. No, I'll have to yeah. check it out. Um, I've never seen Chuck either. No, I've never seen Chuck. Is he? Is that Zachary Levy when yeah. he's like a secret agent? Yeah. A secret agent? Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, this is full of familiar faces, yeah, if not massive stars. Yeah, big, definitely big stars. Yeah. So they're all talking about how they're worried for their jobs, basically. And this douchebag guy turns up. I've called him douchebag guy because I can't remember his name. Uh, I think it was Marcus. Yeah, it was Marcus. And he's related to someone higher up in the company. Is he the nephew of the CEO or the chairman? Yeah, something Something like that. that. And he's a racist asshole. Yeah. The the way he talks to Mo is horrendous. Calls him Mohammed. Uh, He just, all these horrible racist things that come out. Yeah, he says things like, I I, am... Blames him for 9-11 at one point. Yeah, he does. He says like, oh, I I like that I can get on a plane without having to take my my shoes shoes off. off. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Just a caricature, really. So and there's lots of point, lots of talk at this point about axes falling and things like that. So there's a lot of foreshadowing going on in the way they're talking. Yeah, and it's all interspersed with like admin talk of having to complete purchase orders and CPC yeah. reports, which again made me think of Office Space yeah, with the definitely. TPS reports <laughs> and all that sort of thing. And then we get a kind of we move away from the Office Space stuff, and we, and then I'm sort of suddenly thinking I'm watching Zombieland because Desmond gives you a tour of the building. Yeah. With a sort of list of how to stay. Yeah, he's kind of talking direct basically. to the camera, like yeah. uh, what's it does in that in Zombieland, Jesse Eisenberg. And and the number one rule being the higher the floor you work on, the bigger the douchebag you are. Yeah, which was quite amusing. Definitely, and it kind of it's basically to show you the company and how it's a bit of a boys' club. They're all mainly men that work there. Yeah, they're all lads, lads, lads. That kind of guy, you know, the obviously kind of male culture it's that sort of thing and then he goes to a cupboard and he gets high yeah from a pringles can yeah so him and let letworth and uh, another a, a, un- a unnamed another. guy yeah yeah they, they sit and smoke yeah they're basically in the stationary cupboard they, the they come to work every day but they don't really do any work des is, spends most of his time at work designing a video game which he starts talking about at this point which is about yeah. a stoner trying to get snacks yeah trying to trying to get his munches yeah, and that's kind of what the first 10, 15 minutes are. It's just introducing you to all the different characters. I think we've met everybody already. Yeah. It's just trying to tell you who they all are, isn't it? And then they all get called into a motivational seminar yeah. for the afternoon, which, you ha- which happens at work this afternoon. We've had one at work today. Have you? Yeah. That sounds horrific. Great times. It didn't last very long, to be fair. But Des decides that he can't be there because he's got to do this report yeah so he meets mr nosbaum yeah he, he's bumped into sam yeah. again on the way to this um motivational seminar and she's again sort of told him put your ideas up this is this might be your last chance yeah get this report people are actually getting fired here so so he ducks out doesn't he yeah he's he leaves like, the seminar oh, i'm gonna go home and work on this report yeah as he's leaving he sees a load of cans of drink being unloaded into the kind of backstage area yeah being delivered on like a pallet truck yeah. aren't they so they're obviously some sort of motivational giveaway that they're doing at the end of the seminar but he doesn't get any because he goes home to to his flat where he lives with a couple of other guys and they're playing mario kart yeah but not in the traditional sense <laughs> no one of the guys incidentally is in a show called 911 have you ever watched that uh no i've never no but i've i heard it's supposed to be good it's made by the guy who makes he used to make glee and the american horror story shows yeah and the american murphy. crime story and yeah ryan murphy yeah yeah it's yeah. made by him and it's a really good show it's not on netflix but you'll find it somewhere yeah. um, one of the flatmates is in that the the <laughs> um flatmate who was dressed as mario yeah ufc fighter tyrone woodley oh was it really yeah oh. there you go doesn't he hasn't got a speaking part no He's... neither of them have no but so basically they're dressed up as mario and yoshi like luigi no, no Bowsy. No, he was, he was dressed Bowsy. as Bowsy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Bowser. Oh, it was Bowser. Yes, it's, sorry, it was. Yeah, it the speaking flat was Bowser because yeah. the the little dog was dressed as Yoshi. Yes, yeah, you're right. Sorry. And they're playing Mario Kart by going out into the alley and getting in shopping carts. Yeah. And basically racing each other to the end of the alleyway. Yeah, with brooms trying to yeah knock each other out the cart. And uh, Des is trying to not join in, but he's a dropout. It, and doesn't, a last very and long. it doesn't last very long. And he basically spends the whole night and doesn't get the report done. What was he dressed Because he put a costume on, but I couldn't... I can't remember. I couldn't work out what it was. Was it Was it Donkey Kong? It might have been. I think it was Donkey Kong. Okay. Off the top of my head. I didn't write that down. That would have been a good trivia yeah, question for the end. So it kind of... There's a really good scene where he, he kind of falls out of the trolley. And as he rolls, it cuts to him rolling into the chair at the desk. Yeah, and it's nice wakes up. I like that. It was a nice little... Bit cut. of flair. A good way of telling you that time's passed. Which I like because I hate when it says 12 hours later <laughs> or something. So it's a nice way of doing it. And it's clearly the next morning. And he hasn't done the report that he was going to do. So he goes to work. He's done something. Yeah, he has done a report of sorts. But he can't remember it. Yeah. And we don't get a montage of him writing the report. No, it's done. But he can't remember writing yeah. it. So he doesn't know what it's, what's in it. So he gets to work. He's obviously late again. So he pulls up at the security gate. But the security man isn't there. No. Conspicuously. So he just he gets in, even though nobody's picking the gate up. But he, get, he manages to get in. And then he passes the other security guard who sits inside the building. He says hi to him. He says hi to him and kind of rushes rush, rushes straight past him. And as the camera goes past him, you notice he's got a mug lodged into the back of his head. Yeah. And he's clearly dead. And he, he's completely oblivious to it all, Des. He's just, his one focus is getting to his desk so he doesn't get found out for being late again. And he gets called to his boss's office again. Well, he goes, first he gets to the printer, prints out his report. Yeah, he prints and out. And it's like, got 1,920 something errors in spelling it. errors yeah. in it. He, he decides, well, it's too late now. I've got to, got to submit it. Yeah. Just hope that Mr. Nussbaum doesn't notice. So, yeah, he prints it out and takes it into Nussbaum's office. Yeah. Now, Mr. Nussbaum was a strange guy to start with. Yes. But he's being even more strange now because he's sharpening a pencil and he's very fixated on this pencil that he's sharpening. He likes the smell of he, the yeah, sharpened pencil. Yeah, he keeps smelling them. But to be fair, pencil shavings do smell nice. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. And we eventually find out why. I'm just going to get you a box of pencil shavings for Christmas. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Can I have the pencils and then I'll shave them myself? Uh, I'll consider it. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to give you that satisfaction. I'm not sure you'd be able to buy a box of pencil shavings. Well, I'd, I'd get, have to get people to shave them. You're not going to shave them yourself? Well, I've got children. That's what they can do. <laughs> Put them to work. I really want you to do that now. <laughs> yeah, so we they're, they're talking away and Nussbaum's being very strange. And eventually Des notices that there's a dead body on the floor. Yes. And it is, there are a lot of pencils sticking inside this, into this dead body. It's like a hedgehog. Yeah, it's like a pencil hedgehog. So all is not as it should be. No, and uh, Nussbaum is a complete grammar pedant as well, isn't he? Yes. Because he's talking about how, how the guy you killed, yeah, the guy you killed was because his spelling was terrible in his previous report that he'd written. And it all kind of goes downhill from there. That's where this is where it kind of all starts, isn't it? Yeah. Because Nussbaum throws Des through a door now. Yeah. Because because Des has spelt Nussbaum's name wrong. Yes. So they have a bit of a grammar grammar argument. <laughs> and then he uh, he attacks Desmond. Yeah. Throws him through a door. And as he is as he's picking himself up, he kind of gets chased through the office by a load of zombies. But then are they? They're not zo- zombies. Is probably the wrong word because they're not dead. They're still working. Yeah. So, they're still so everyone's everyone's still doing their job. Yeah. And but they're inf- they're infected, aren't they? Yeah. Because because their their veins have gone all dark. dark and yeah, yeah. They're almost they're just like hyper. Aren't yeah, they? they're like over hyped, ultra violent, fast. Yeah. But they're not like. But they're, they're not they're like not, de- they're they're living not rotting dead. and. No, they're still functioning. They've still come to work. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of getting chased by them. He gets attacked by another guy because he. he they're tri- like you if you've not had your dinner. Oh. I don't know if they're that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he trips over another guy's cable for his pc and accidentally turns it off yeah. whilst he's working and that guy goes batshit crazy at him starts did he throws did he throw the computer at him or he throws does, the yeah. monitor at the him monitor, yeah. it, it's all kicking off and they, they have a big fight and he, he stabs him with a clipboard in the end doesn't he yeah he, he ends up yeah the guy ends up getting a clipboard into the to, side through of his, his neck basically yeah, yeah but he breaks it in half and yeah. the jagged end goes in his in his head so des at this point realizes that he's got two choices he can leave or he can go and rescue sam yeah because he's kind of stuck on the stairway, isn't he? Trying to decide which way to go. Yeah, and he goes back because he wants to know what's happened to her. Yeah, so he goes to rec- Sam. He's ob- he's obviously in love with Sam. We've not probably not picked up on that so far, but he's uh, 
He's got feelings for her, at least. So he decides he's going to go and get her. So he goes to her office, where she is busy working with her earphones in. Yeah. And she doesn't really hear him come in, but she's got a can of this energy drink on her table. Yes. So this is where we kind of realise what's happened. So this energy drink's been given out at this motivational seminar the day before, and it sent everybody into mindless zombies. It's pitying that the name Monster was already taken for an energy <laughs> drink, because that really would have worked here, Yeah, it? it's called, this one's called Zolt. Yeah. But she's only drank half a can of it. So she is fully functioning. She's absolutely fine, unless the slightest thing ticks her off. And then she goes mental. Yeah, she has anger issues. Yeah, she has real bad anger issues. So as long as they can keep her calm, she's fine. But they, they have a bit of a fight as well, don't they? Yeah, she punches him in the balls. She does punch him in the balls. How did, did you notice how he, he subdued her? What did he hit her with? He hit her with the big book of calm. Yeah. Which was, have you ever seen Black Books? Yes. You know, in the first episode of that, when yeah. Bill Bailey swallows the little book yeah. of calm, that made me think of that. So he, t- he ties some up yeah. to a um, a trolley. Yeah, a bit like Hannibal Lecter kind of trolley. Yeah. Like a post trolley. Because she's going in and out of it constantly. She's all right one minute and then she's yeah. completely crazy. She's trying to deal it? with this new situation. Yeah. And then they bump into Mo, don't they? Yes, in a cupboard. In a cupboard because he is hiding because he hasn't had any salt because it's Ramadan. Yeah, he's fasting. And he's fasting. So he, he avoided the drink. So Des hasn't had any. Mo's not had any. Sam's had half a can. Yeah. Everybody else is lost it so far yeah so far so they're hiding in a cupboard as there's a bit of a showdown outside this cupboard isn't there yeah it's so it's accounting yeah versus marketing yeah basically the big hitters yeah and they're both the like supervisors are going at it yeah so it's nuzbam from accounting yeah and then this jock guy who we saw earlier so when they in marketing uh, at the start of the film they're throwing around this basketball yeah and if you catch the basketball you have to come up with a slogan yeah for whatever the product is that they're trying to market and this time instead of throwing a basketball around they're throwing a severed head around <laughs> um but they're, like you say they're still working yeah um just in a bit of a more zombie version <laughs> um so it, yeah things start to escalate um bob between the other guy bob between bob and uh mr nussbaum. mr nussbaum and yeah eventually it turns into a massive brawl yeah because nussbaum kills bob doesn't he with a i can't how did he kill him so he steps on a can of zolt yeah and essentially, it is t- he flattens it, and it's turned into a throwing star. Yeah. And he... Lodges it into his... Throws it into Bob's neck. Yeah, kills him. And then he manages to set the rest of the marketing team on each other. Yeah. And then the accounting team kind of pick, pick up, up all the pieces. pieces. Yeah. It's, a good, it's the first of a couple of really good brawls. Yeah. Yeah. In this film. There's, there's a few good scenes of good... Really good fight scenes in this. Now that they're all together, Des, Sam, and Mo, they've decided they've got to try and get out. So they go to the stairs, as you would head to the staircase but there's a bit of a bloodbath going on on the stairs yeah so it reminded like the... me of that last scene in murder party yeah, it did bit, yeah. <laughs> everybody's just beating the crap out of each yeah, other check out check out our murder party episode from season one but don't check out the film <laughs> <laughs> well you can it was all right it's interesting it's really it's like short this. yeah it's the shortest so, film we've done so they can't get down to they the can't get down the stairs is because basically what yeah saying. there's there's more zombie action going on yeah. below them so they head to the elevator. The doors to the elevator open, but the shaft is not there. Yeah, shaft. The, no, the shaft is there. The elevator car is not there. They just laugh at shaft. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a child. And that all of a sudden crashes past them and is on fire. It's really bad CGI. Yeah, it's really bad it's, CGI. It, it's like proper bottom level CGI. Yeah, it was, it was. There's a few few bits like that in this film. Yeah, there are. And But the elevator woman's still talking and she's like, there has been a fault. Yeah. And she's going through the floor numbers really fast as it falls. And that made me laugh. So they can't use the stairs, they can't use the elevator. They're basically, they're basically stuck. They find their way into an unoccupied office yep. slash conference room type yep. thing. With windows. And Des, in a moment of confusion slash clarity, I don't know which, <laughs> which way you'd go with it, picks up a chair yep. and hills it at the window. Yes, which triggers a safety system yep. or a security system that locks down the whole building because somebody's trying to break kin presumably so it's it's proper like batmobile shit yeah so so the whole building gets covered with armor plating yeah every window's got shutters it's the whole building's just covered basically turns it into a bomb shelter turns it into await further instructions yeah yeah <laughs> no in or out of that house check we? our out out our episode from season one i know that was episode three of season it one. was yeah await further instructions also don't check out the film weird film <laughs> very weird film uh, there's a few co- we're doing callbacks i like it we don't do callbacks very often um, yeah so the, now the whole building's locked down and sam and mo were like why did you do that you know this building's got this security system and he's like i never read the handbook i don't know what what's going on so now they're really stuck they can't get down the stairs they can't get down the lift 
and they can't get out the building at all. So they have to do the old walk through the zombies. Bit. <laughs> yeah, every zombie film's got it. So they don't, but they don't cover themselves in blood and guts because they're not that kind of zombie. Yeah. Uh, so they just <laughs> they walk through the horde, just pretending to be a bit angry. Yeah. And it worked. It worked. Yeah. Basically, they got that. They got most of the way through until they bump into Mister Nussbaum's PA. Yes. Who is an eighty-year-old lady? I think she's ninety. I think so she's, she's ninety. Well, they say. Well, they're exaggerating. Yeah. But yeah but she was an old lady. Yes. Yeah, so very slow moving. Little old lady with uh, blue rinse. Yeah. Quite large. Termed hair. Yeah. She was in the film earlier, the first time that Des got called to the office. And she was, she walks really slowly. And it really wound him up. And she's still walking really slowly, but she's now a zombie. Yeah, so they're having a, the three of them are having a whole debate about how do they deal how with, do they the, deal they with this hit her, they slow-moving can't. zombie. Who, somebody hits her with a vase. Des. Des hits her with a vase. Yeah, he takes a vase Absolutely mullers her. Mullers her with it. They think she's done. They think she's down. So they're all having a debate about where to go next. And she suddenly jumps on Mo's back. Yeah. And... He has a bit of a scuffle with her. He, can't, well, he basically tries to run away. Yeah. But he's got her on her, his, his back, back. Um, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Because he's, he's really like, he's a pacifist, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's all the way through. Yeah. He's like, I'm not killing anybody. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not going to get into this. And as he runs away, he kind of accidentally rams her into the wall. Yeah. So her head, her head to smacks pieces. on the wall and she's, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's done. in bits. So he accidentally kills her. So he's got a lot of guilt about that. Yeah, he feels awful about it for the rest of the film, pretty much. Which sets up the best joke in this film later on, yeah, which we'll come yeah, to. Yeah, I know what you're going to say, but yeah, it does. And it's at this point then, we're kind of speeding through this, I feel, but it's it's a really fast-moving film, isn't it? It's, yeah. There's a real high pace to it. It doesn't slow down from the minute the first zombie to the to the end, really. There's no like filler scenes. No. Sam decides at this point that they need to go to HR because... They're all nice ladies, is how she describes it. Because the men are obviously scared of HR. All men are scared of the HR ladies. Yeah. I'm sure your work's the same. Mine is. <laughs> and she says, they're all nice ladies. We'll go there. And they are not nice no. ladies. <laughs> they're, they're, they're sort of... They've turned on whoever's the last person who's walked I in. I thought it was they? really funny. There's a really good scene where Des notices they've all been stabbed in the back. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all backstabbing <laughs> HR ladies. A real every one of them's got a pair of scissors in their back. Yeah, or, or something. It really the, made me laugh. Back. I really like that. That was a nice touch. And uh, Lentworth's in there. Yes, because he's because he's, he's been fired. Has he been fired? Yeah. So he's, before all this kicked off, he he's carrying fired. his possessions in yeah, a box. And he's trying so to get he's, his last cl- he's cleared his desk. Yeah, and he, somehow, obviously, oblivious to everything <laughs> that's going going on around it, him he's made his way up to HR and he's asking for his check. Yeah. Yeah. Before so, he can leave. And they all kind of bear down on him, don't they? They're yeah. they're going after him because. Zombie. Yeah. Because <laughs> zombies. That's what they do. That's what zombies do. So Sam quickly comes up with a plan of making all them all turn on each other. Yeah. So she starts telling the home some home truths to some of the ladies. Yeah. So Jane thinks your kids are ugly and yeah, all and this sort of stuff. You've been to, you host these cocaine orgies or crack <laughs> orgies. So they all turn on Lisa, don't they? Yeah. The second in charge of HR, I, I think guess. So. And while they're all distracted attacking Lisa, they kind of get away. Yeah. With Let with Letchworth. Letchworth? Lentworth. I will remember that. Lentworth. So they're making a way, they can't, they're still making a way up the building. Yeah. And it is basically like, as we've said, they set that rule at the start. The yeah. higher the floor, the bigger the douchebag. Yeah. And how it's played in this film is each floor they're going up, they've got a bigger threat. Yeah. To sort of overcome. Yeah. And the next threat is the sales office. Yeah. Macho sales. Macho men sales team. USA. <laughs> it's exactly what it was like. I think he even did that. Yeah, it did. Point. Yeah, yeah. So they realise that they need to tool up. Yes, we need weapons. We need weapons because it's getting more and more difficult to get through yeah, this. they've got to run their gauntlet through the sales department. So they go to the supply closet and they all wrap themselves in catalogues. Yeah, there's a like, bit of a weapons montage. Yeah, there is. It reminded me of something, but I can't picture what it, it was. Was it Murder Party so, again? Was it Murder Party again? Probably was. Well, he came out with... He oh, had no, it was. Yeah, it was when he went into it? that cupboard. Yeah, you're right. It was Murder Party. And Check yeah, out our of... episode. <laughs> Season one, murder pie. But don't watch the film. No. Um, yeah, and they cover themselves in big fat catalogues, don't they? It's like, it's yeah, like and, and, and paper, like um, reams of paper. Reams of paper. And, yeah. and um, uh, is it Mo who's got the the seat of a chair or the back of a chair and he's using it as a shield? Yeah. I quite like that. And Lentwith has the two spears? Yeah. Somebody has two spears. So they fashioned a couple of bits of wood. Sharpened, into yeah, chair legs or something. Uh, Mo's got a pair of scissors. Yeah. But like proper fabric, fabric scissors. <laughs> yeah, big fat fabric scissors. And they kind of go out, head out into the sales office, and one of the sales team notices them. Yeah. And that kind of sets them all off. And you get 
one of the probably the best fight scene in the film is this bit where they're all they cut Sam loose as well. Yeah, they so did at this point. Sorry, just it's you're just right. To interrupt you. But it's probably worth pointing out. So they cut her loose from the trolley. Yeah, and she sort of says, "Look, you need all the help you can get. Give me some weapons. I'll help you get through this bit." Yeah, but if I turn, this is yeah, it's the usual zombie yeah. film thing. If I turn, kill me, kill me. Yeah, so, so they do that. Yeah, and they have this massive. Really good, a high act, high octane fight scene. It's really good. It's so, really good. So it's it is really well choreographed. Yeah. From a stunt point of view, it you can follow what's going on. So it's not too. Yeah. It doesn't cut too fast like a lot of fight scenes do. I think it's probably really good that this film's directed by a stuntman. Yeah. That you, that you can really tell it. There's this is the set there. piece. This is even probably more so than the sort of Finale. climactic bit. This is where the money went. Yeah, definitely. It's really good. Yeah, it is really good. It goes on for quite a while as well, yeah. doesn't it? Because like they're fighting away through this sales floor. Mo accidentally well, kills two guys with a pair of scissors. Yeah, there's a lot. So there's lots of cool kung fu slash yeah. cool moves, flips and trips and. Mo turns around and accidentally stabs somebody in the face with some scissors. Yeah. And as he pulls them out, he kind of flicks his arm around and cuts somebody else's throat. It does. And he's losing it because he doesn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, he's trying he's, to avoid people. He's accidentally he's killing people. Killing people. Des ends up on the floor with another guy on top of him yes. who hasn't had any Zolt. Yeah, and he's sort of saying to him, have you had Zolt? He's yeah. trying to work out if Des is, is yeah. pure or whatever. Or is un- yeah, and so un- this is obviously fight. another survivor. This is a guy who's yeah. who's trying to... We've not seen him before. No, never seen him before. He's a member of the sales team, obviously. Yeah. And just as Des is about to say, yeah, come on, join us. Mo stabs the guy in the neck and it's the first guy he's killed on purpose because he thought des was being attacked because he was sitting on and it was a non-zombie and it was a (laughs) best just says we should probably never talk about this again (laughs) because he doesn't say to mo because mo says i've done it i've helped you out yeah so des doesn't let mo know that he's killed her yeah it just says we'll never talk about this again it was worth the setup from earlier on it was it really was it was i really enjoyed it was a nice payoff it was thought it was really good fun so they've taken the whole sales team out yep they managed to do it. There's only four of them and about 20 of the sales team, but they did it. They took them all down. And But Sam has taken ill. Yeah, she's not in a good way. No. It's it's starting to... The infection seems to be spreading yeah, the through infection's her. setting in. And I don't... I, I kind of missed how they found out, but they, they find that the chairman and his, like, sidekicks are in a panic room, kind of. So they've made it to the boardroom. Is it the boardroom? yeah. I don't think they knew that the chairman and the other board members were no, in No, I got that impression. Obviously, when they it's get like there, a high security, they can't get in. Yeah. yeah, it's a high security sealed room, and a bit like a panic room. You yeah, have yeah. to have like access codes and retina scans and everything to get and in. And the, the chairman, who is called someone Gant, Gant, yeah, Mr. Like Gant, the I think it was just Mr. Gant, yeah. Um, <laughs> <The chart. laughs> I wonder if that's what Office he invented. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need a weapons company if he invented the Gant chart. Surely. No, probably not. He's got to be rich enough. Yeah. Anyway, so, so they're all hauled up in this room. Yes. And Des they won't let these guys yeah, in. Des is trying to persuade them to let him in. I think the guy was probably going to let them in until he realised that Sam was Yeah, she bombs up. she bombs up, didn't she? Like luminous green. Green yeah. Zolt vomit. So there's no way he's ever going to let them in. And then the door opens and like a male clerk comes out. Or yeah, it was a janitor. A janitor thought, or yeah. somebody. And they <laughs> said so they just get in. Yeah, he just lets it, them in. It was really funny. And that's where you get a bit of a backstory because they're all now in this locked room. Yeah, so they have a bit of a scrap. Yeah. Just between them, so like, oh, what are you doing in here? Oh. Yeah. And but it settles down quite quickly, and that's where you get a bit of a backstory on what Zolt is. Yeah, but I just want to point out the line here, because uh, Gant says, this is a weapons manufacturing firm. We don't have violence here. <laughs> Which is, I'm sure you're aware, an absolute homage slash ripoff to Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. With the famous, you can't fight in here, this is the war room line. <laughs> if you're going to nick lines... Then taken from the best films, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so after that line, he kind of he gives a bit of a breakdown on what Zolt was designed for and what it is, and he's he basically saying it was designed for soldiers. Yeah. And but this batch went a bit wild when a disgruntled employee released the batch to the staff because it was obviously never supposed to get there because there's something wrong with it, wasn't there? There was too much of one particular chemical in it. Yeah, or, the the balance of the the balance of the chemicals, chemicals wasn't, wasn't right. quite right. Or, something like that. We find out later on, don't we? What yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't say because <laughs> we do that later on. on. Yeah, so, and the disgruntled employees le- released it to the staff, so that's what's happened. And then Mr. Nussbaum turns up. Yes, with his horde. At the door, with his team of zombies behind him. And he wants to get the building opened up, because he wants to get out. Yeah, wants to, get, wants to get them out into the rest of the world. Yeah, which obviously can't happen. So Gant says, I'm not letting you out, and there's no way you're getting in here, because my door's like titanium, it's double thickness, there's no way you're ever getting in. And... 
Nussbaum says, well, I signed off the purchase orders and I know the fact for a fact that the walls are not reinforced. Yeah, your door, you might have an amazing door. You might have door. an amazing door, but your walls just made of plywood, yeah. basically. And so they're coming in. And so they start smashing the wall in, don't they? Yeah. Mr. Nussbaum's team. And while this is all going on, Des and Mo are trying to shore it up from the other side. Yeah, so they're trying to move sofas, sofas in, in front the way, of it. That sort of thing. Sort of... Mo has a bit of a crisis internal crisis yeah he, so he basically calls into a ball and he's trying to really doubt himself and he's yeah. got real guilt Des is trying done. to give him a pep talk yeah so they have a bit of a moment and then Letwith comes back yeah he's, he's in there in. as well yeah and he's a bit hyper yeah because he's drank some salt yeah because all he's worried about is getting his job back yeah so he wants to join Mr. Nussbaum's so, yeah, team yeah so he thinks well, if I drink this I'm going to be as hyper as these guys and I can I'll be back in the team yeah and so he does he drinks it and just as he's revealed that he's drunk it Nussbaum gets through yeah. the hole in the wall gets big enough and Letwith goes flying out so like, I'm one of you guys now yeah and then just gets they axe him in the stomach yeah he gets destroyed basically that's the last we see of him and then there's another crazy fight scene yeah so there's a gunfight basically yeah this one's this one's got guns so because Gant's got a big shotgun in the office hasn't he yeah and so he's got a fishbowl full of ammo, <laughs> shotgun shells. Shotgun shells. He's a good shot. Yeah, he's taking it. He takes out quite a few of them of Nussbaum's team. But eventually, Nussbaum takes him down. Yeah, and kills him. Chops his hand off. Chops his hand First. off. He does. Yeah, because he needs his thumbprint yeah. to get out of the building to deactivate the system. Uh, he kills him with his own shotgun, and somehow Desmond manages to get hold of the shotgun. I think. Did Nussbaum put it down as he was chopping the hand off or something? Yeah, when, uh, Nuz, uh, there's another good line there. Nussbaum states that he wants to be regional manager of the world. <laughs> there's loads of really good cheesy lines yeah. all the way through this. It's really good. So Desmond says, oh, I quit. He does sort of one of these like stereotypical lines. I've had enough. I've had enough. Yeah. I quit. And just as he says, I point. quit, he shoots at him. And uh, Nussbaum then says, I've got, he says he's got bigger plans. So yeah. I think he's, take, he's intending on getting outside and taking over the world, isn't he? He's on that sort of high. And so he sh- he sets his whole team on Des to try and get him. Yeah. Knock him out, knock, knock him down. So Des shoots the fishbowl full of ammo, ammo. I don't know why I said Shotgun it. shells. Shoots the fishbowl full of shotgun shells and they all fire off into He's various com- different directions. Yeah, Des is completely unscathed. Yeah. And every single zombie in the room is killed by one of these flying. Of. Now, I'm not sure. I've, I've never fired a shotgun, but I'm pretty sure that wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some creative license used there. Yeah, I think very much so. So everybody goes down. Everybody's dead. Apart from Nuzbaum, obviously. But everybody who was in that fight yeah. is dead. And Sam is fading fast. She is on the turn. She is not a well lady. And we kind of leave them there, don't we? Because then there's like an outside shot and you see it turning to nighttime. Yeah. Because all of this all the way through has been really well lit to like high office it has lighting. Actually, yeah. yeah. It's like it's proper office lighting. And yeah. you don't get that in zombie films very often. But now we go in nighttime, and Nussbaum's down in the factory area. Yeah, so, so yeah, Basement factory area. slash sort of storeroom, storeroom or the racking and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, warehouse kind of area. And he's got Mr. Gant's hand, and he opens up the shutters to get into that kind of area, doesn't he? Yeah, deactivate the security, don't they, basically? Yeah, basically. And they're, they're down, his whole team now are downstairs in the warehouse with all the weapons. Just before Gant died, he told them about the guy who invented the... Zolt, yeah, who worked a few stories down or up. yeah, in uh, research, research and development R and D, and so they take Sam there to see if there's an antidote. So they take Sam to him, and just as they walk in the door, Des just punches him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> so, this is all is it, your fault because it was a guy from we met him earlier, we did on, meet him earlier on, on, on the tour, and, and he, he was, was an asshole. He was a douche. Yeah, and uh, he basically says it wasn't his fault. Um, they tried to make him make do with replacement chemicals because. Somebody didn't put the purchase order through. Someone the in accounting. Someone in accounting didn't put the purchase order through. So basically what we're saying, or what we're finding out at this point now, is that it's all Des's fault. Yeah. Because Des threw away the PO, or the purchase order. Yeah. I've gone to work mode. <laughs> <laughs> threw away the purchase order and didn't order the chemicals. So not having the correct chemicals has created, created this, this uh, side effect. And it's all Des's fault. The salt is Des's fault. But the R&D guy, who's is called Nick, by the way. Good name. <laughs> Good name. Uh, he... I think Mr. Nussbaum was called Adam. Was he? I think so. Because he was definitely a Nussbaum. Yeah, he was a Nussbaum. He was a Nussbaum, yeah. <laughs> How did we not mention that? Uh, he states that he thinks he can, in theory, there's an antidote. Yeah, he just needs some chemicals yeah. to be able to Which create an antidote. happens to be down in the uh, yeah. in the warehouse. Where Nussbaum and his team are. So we're gonna, we know then that now we're going to get another big fight scene. Yeah. And so they realise they need more heavy duty weaponry now. 
backs of chairs and spears are not going to cover it anymore. No, no. So fortunately, <laughs> being a weapons manufacturer, yeah, there happens to be a sort of military museum on site. There does. So they raid that, don't they? Yep, we're going to load up a team uh, style. Yeah, and so the, but they're all quite old. Oh yeah, they're all in like, like full on glass cabinets. Yeah, and it's old weaponry displays. Yeah, and the, so they kind of sneak into the warehouse and. Yep. They're kind of trying to hide, aren't they? But yeah, fun. so they, they, they're trying to get the yeah. They're just scoping it out, aren't they? Yeah. So it's 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 just Des and Mo. Yeah, uh, but Nussbaum sees them on the cameras because obviously there's a lot of CCTV in there. He says, "Why are you trying to hide? You're well, trying to hide your on CCTV." And so they're all. He kind of sets them all all his zombie minions. He calls them minions at one point. As yeah, well, I think he does. Yeah, uh, on them. So Des is kind of throwing landmines out. Yeah, and no one steps. No on one steps on one. It's really. He I really, really wants like to that. see a landmine use. Yeah. go off and and. So they because they're not stupid zombies, so no, they're they're, they're avoiding them. Yeah, because they're functioning zombies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Mo goes all flamethrower. Yeah, he, this is where he loses it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's where he's at shit at this point. He gets this flamethrower and he just starts firing it at, towards this horde of zombies right. that are coming. And he has a really good line, and I've not written it down. And it's oh, I didn't get that, so it's all on you. Sorry. <laughs> It's something like, I like my steaks flame-grilled like my colleagues, or something oh, like right, that. Okay. It's, a, it's a good line, but I didn't write it down, unfortunately. But once the flamethrowers run out of gas, they're all still coming. He didn't kind of, he, I don't think he got any of them. <laughs> he just set up this wall of fire. Oh, no, the, it wasn't on for very long, the flame. No, it wasn't. Again, because yeah. of these old weapons. and yeah. yeah, I don't think any of them got hit by it. No, I don't think they got near enough to him. No, I don't think they did. So then you get Mo pushing Dez around on a trolley. Yeah. Whilst Des has got the guns and he's kind of shooting that, I thought that was really good. There's a really nice scene of them just like pushing each other around on this trolley as Des is. Yeah, so it's one of those big off. like flatbed trolleys. You know, yeah. if you if you go into one of these DIY yeah uh, warehouse type stores and you say you put you know for doors or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly Des, what it was. Yeah, Des Des is sat on that and yeah. he's just shooting the shit out of everybody, firing off round after round. Yeah, and eventually they manage to get hold of the chemical that they need. Yep. It's on the top shelf, but they climb up there and get it. And Mr. Nussbaum turns up in one of these exoskeleton <laughs> army suits. So he looks like he's doing like Avatar cosplay. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly like the one from Avatar. But but the TV version. <laughs> Very much so. It's got a grenade launcher on. It's yeah. got a machine gun. It's got like a grabby hand. And he turns up in that. So he's basically impenetrable now. So Des decides, look, there's only me and him left and Mo. We need to. This is going one on one. So yeah. So he sends Mo. He sends he Mo said, with the ingredient. Run away with the cure. Go and give this to Sam. Sort her out. We're going one on one. We're having a showdown, and we do get a showdown because it goes on for quite a while. But before that, Mo gets intercepted. He does by racist Marcus. Yeah, I've written his name down on here. Zombified Marcus. Yeah, they have a bit of a more of a war of words, isn't it? There's not. It is really. They're yeah. just kind of giving dissing, dissing each other. But Mo hawks out. Yeah, he does. Well, he stabs Marcus with his key, with his own keys yeah, first, because yeah. Marcus drops his keys. Because it was mentioned earlier, wasn't it, about stabbing yeah. him, stabbing you with a key, and then he does stab him with a key. It's callback, and then Mo hawks out. He rips his own sleeves off his own, <laughs> just his sleeves, just his sleeves off his jumper, and because uh, a load more zombies come at him, don't they? Yeah, and that's the last you see of him for a while. He yeah, kinda... so, so yeah, so you now get this whole quite long fight sequence a, between Des and yeah, Nuzbaum, Nuzbaum and his exoskeleton. And Nussbaum's, they're kind of trying to track where Des is because he's hiding from them, isn't he? And he's yeah. occasionally shouting and giving giving like tips of where he is. Yeah, that's right. And they stumble across Marcus's dead body. And because Nussbaum's suit's running out of energy yeah. or power. Yeah. And it needs organic material to regenerate itself, which, again, I'm not sure. It's convenient. <laughs> it's there's very convenient that, that there's a dead around. body there. Yeah. And so he rips off the arm of Mar- Marcus's arm. Yeah. And feeds, it into, feeds the, it into the back of his suit. It's like when Doc Brown turns up at the end of Battle of the Future and he's putting like the banana peel <laughs> yeah. into the DeLorean. It's exactly like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it looks like a wood chipper, doesn't it? It yeah. kind of puts this arm in and the suit repowers itself. And all the while this is going on, Des is taking out loads and loads more zombies. Yep. There's a lot of shooting going on. And Oh, and then just as this is all kicking off, Sam turns up, doesn't she, with a like grenade launcher or shotgun? Yeah, so there's a shot. The robot sort of kicks back. Yeah, it's been shot because it's been shot, and it was Sam it who was doing Sam the shooting. Who's now cured? Yeah, because Mo managed to get back to her and cured her virtually instantly because it's only been a few minutes. And suddenly she's got a grenade launcher. Yeah, I think Mo or does Mo throw it to Des? But there's an old-fashioned Tommy gun. Yeah, and 
No, it was Mo because Des has got two lots of C4. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he puts the C4 on the door and they're back in the reception area now. Yeah, they so they're running back them, through the building. Yeah. Managed to fight themselves up to the reception area. And he plants his C4 and he stands up just as Nussbaum's right next to it and pesses the detonators down on both of them. Correct. But they don't go off. No. Because he's forgotten to put the detonators in the C4. Yeah. So he's, he's just he's a pushed the C4 onto the wall and that's it. Yeah. So it, nothing happens. And it's a bit of an anti-climax because you think, well, that's a shame. But then there's all the way through, Des has wanted to see a landmine go off. Yeah. It's, it's just like his ambition in life. So he man- he's got one left. And he throws it out into the path of Nussbaum. Yeah. Who can't really see. Who can't really see because he can't see below him because he's still wearing this exoskeleton. And he stands on it. Boom. The whole building explodes. They've done well to get out. They they all three of them managed to get out. Sam, Mo, and Des. And behind them, I know a landmine is a devastating piece of equipment, but I'm not sure it would have took out that whole office block. Yeah, but it's set off the C4, which is set off the other landmines. Maybe, but the whole. Every floor just explodes all at once. Considering how well protected it was yeah. when they put the security shield up. A bit more up, artistic license. You'd think but... the engineering behind the building would yeah. have been a bit better. So behind them, go. anyway, the whole building's on fire. Really bad and... CGI again. Yeah. Like proper asylum level CGI. Yes, yeah, not <laughs> asylum level. I've seen an asylum film for ages. <laughs> and um, that's kind of the end of the film. You Sam and Des have a bit of a kiss. Yeah, he shows uh, his video game. Yeah, he shows game. her his video game. And, and the police start to turn up. Yeah. There's helicopters and everything. That's, yeah. that's where most of the budget yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. And then, for some reason, Moe's just having a piss in a bush. Because he said earlier in the film he really needed a piss and oh, he did. never got a chance to oh, have I it. I missed that bit. So I just thought he was, was randomly because, having a piss. No, that was that was a callback to earlier. Oh, okay. And that's that's it. Yeah. They have another kiss and that's it. That's, that's the, end. the end of the film. We're done. We're out of here. What did you think? It was good. It was fine. It was brainless fun, wasn't it's, it? It's it was, not going to... Look, I'd straight away, I want to say, it's not going to threaten anywhere near the top of no. stuff we've seen, but... It's nowhere near the bottom either. It's, it's, oh my God, this I enjoyed watching this after last week. Good God, yes. <laughs> See, I'm starting to... This podcast is starting to teach me something about myself. Right. Because I have this reputation of not liking comedy films. Yes. Which I play up to. But most of the comedy films we've watched on this show, I've quite enjoyed. So maybe I do like comedy films and I just don't realise it. Because I quite enjoyed this. And it's, it felt like my level of humour. Yeah, it wasn't particularly clever. It was No, it was just, it was leave your brain at the door. But it had some nice, mindless like I said, it had some nice threads through it. Yeah. It it stuck, I, I seem to say this quite a lot. I, I get a lot more out of a film or it, a film has a lot more, wins a lot more sway with me if it kind of sticks to its own rules. Yeah. I don't mind if those rules are completely stupid. As long but as it, it sticks to its own world, yeah, I know what you mean. and there's nice threads, nice jokes through this. Nothing happens in it that's like, well, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, there Which, are bits of it that are really funny as well. Yeah, it's a lot gorier than I was expecting. There's a lot more blood and guts flying around than I thought there would be. The bit that surprised me on the negative side of things, on negative, yeah, it it wasn't as polished as I was expecting. Yeah, it was not not say it didn't look like a proper film because it it was, but it it was cheaper. Yeah. With some of the names that are in it and yeah. familiar faces, that did surprise me a bit. It wasn't as polished. Yeah, I agree with um, that. Yeah, the CGI is really bad. The CGI is bad. There's not a lot of um, use of it, but the, when it is used, it They're is. like, the makeup, the gore bits, they're not great. No. You know, compared to a lot of a lot of stuff you'll see these days. But it is, it's got a fair bit of charm to it. It's it's a fun hour and a half. Of everyone who's in it is plays it. You yeah, know, they're all having fun. All of the main they? guys they're are really good. Yeah, yeah, they are having fun and they're, they're all really good. There's, there's, they bounce off each other well. Yeah, good um, chemistry there. Yeah, it's, it was it was fun. It was fun. I'll give you that. I agree. It was fun. I if if you've got an hour and a half, you like this sort of movie. It's a Friday night. It's a you fun. Want something easy. It's a comedy zombie film. Go for it. Go for it. You'll have a good You're time. Enjoy it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, cool. We got a trivia question. Yes, but I've put my book down. So oh. uh... <laughs> pick it back up. <laughs> Whose turn is it? It's your turn to go first. I think. Okay, hang on. Bear with. Right, so my trivia question for okay. you. Can you tell me the name of the chemical <laughs> which Des and Mo had to go and get to use as the antidote to cure Sam? No. Um, I get a feeling it would began with a B. Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, that's going to really bug me. It was bio something. Bio. Bio Rob. Bio. No. Ah. It's B5H2. 
So you were nowhere near. I knew it began with a B. That's annoying. So I've still only got two all season. Yeah, you've, you're on a bit of a drought. I am, yeah. I think I got the first two. Yeah, I, th- I think you definitely got two out of the first three, maybe. Yeah, but now we're in eight and I've only got two. But you've only got one. So do you want to try and pull level? Yes. Ooh, tension. <laughs> so there's a, it's referenced a couple of times through this film, but they're making a. They're also trying to market a different soft drink. And what was the name of that soft drink? Not Zolt. There's another one mentioned a few times. Orange. <laughs> yeah. Orange is in there. Soda. Yeah. Something. <laughs> oh, this is on the tip of my tongue. This is going to be annoying. It's orange soda. And then there's the weapony bit, isn't there? No clues. I don't know. Do you oh, give up? really annoying. So you are going to kick yourself. It's orange soda death punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a better name. It's not. It's agent orange soda. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have got it. I thought you'd get that one. I, I should have done because... It's mentioned when, quite a few times. And also, when they're climbing... Yeah, there's a big crate of it. ...up the, the racking to get the BH... B528 or whatever it was. 25693. <laughs> they climb up past a couple of boxes. Of Agent Orange Soda. Of Agent Orange Soda. They do indeed. God damn it. <laughs> Still 2-1. Like that one. might That's... have been my best chance for a while. Yeah, it's been 2-1 for a long time now. Have half point? Yeah. No. Ah. Yeah, no. Cruel. Right, we need to look at the stream table. What are you thinking? Do you want me to run through it? Yeah, we've yeah, you can do a full run through because we've still not got yeah, loads on there yet. There. So. so currently at the bottom of the stream is Buster's Malheart from episode 7. I've noticed a couple of something in this as well. When I was looking through the stream table the other day. So episode 7 is currently at number 7 in the stream table. Right, Buster's Malheart. Yeah. Number 6 is episode 4, The Clapper. Right. Number 5 is episode 5, Emo the Musical. Uh, number 4 is number episode 1, Michael Inside. Number 3 is episode 3. A handsome a Netflix mystery movie. And number two is episode two, What Keeps You Alive? Ooh. And currently number one is Hush, which was episode six. So four of them are the in the same position in the table as they are the episode number. What a quirk of fate. Weird. So, yeah, seven Buster's Malheart, six Clapper, five Email the Musical, four Michael Inside, three Handsome and Netflix mystery movie, two What Keeps You Alive, and number one is Hush. Okay. Where is this going? Um, You go first, because I've gone first the last couple of weeks. I think... This is a better movie than Emo the Musical. And I think this is a... Do I think it's better than Michael Inside? That's that's difficult because they're... I, I don't know how you'd compare them. No, not me. What they, are you, is, are, are you around the same sort of area? Uh, so my initial thought... I would be open to hear the argument. My initial thought was which side of Emo the Musical does it go? Right, okay. But it's definitely better than The Clapper. Definitely. Definitely. I... I think it's more fun than Emo the Musical. It definitely, for me, it's definitely above Emo the Musical. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably where, where I had landed. I just, I'm not I sure just, if it beats Michael Inside as well. Uh, depends on what day you ask me. And today, <laughs> today, today, I'd struggle to put it above Michael Inside. Okay. Personally, um, because that is a gritty, very serious, very downbeat, grey Irish prison drama. <laughs> and this is a... Fun, quirky, zombie bloody comedy, balls to the wall, zombie action comedy. So, Michael Inside for you is a better film. Yes, but I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> but you're never going to watch Office Uprising again. No, but I'd be more likely to. I'm not going to tell people to go and watch Michael Inside. I've, so, I've should, just... so are, we, are you saying that it should go above Michael Inside? No, I still. I don't think I'd put it above Michael Inside. I don't think I would either. But it's definitely. I think it's definitely better than Emo the Musical. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. we're going there fifth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, I think so, that's fair. There you go. This film, Office Uprising, is currently now fifth in the stream table. Go check it out on the website, www.bottomthestream.com. And I think that makes us ready to pick next week's film. Yeah. I will open my randomizing app. I like how you rolled your R's there. I don't I can't usually do that. <laughs> I thought it was a stylistic choice. <laughs> I, I t- attempted it and it succeeded. Yeah. But I well, couldn't should... do it. If you'd asked me to do it again, I wouldn't be able to. You're not going to roll all of your R's? No. In... Oh, shame. All right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Go for it. It's picked a film called Black Water. Isn't that the SeaWorld documentary? <laughs> That's Blackfish. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to know the synopsis? Uh, yes, please. Uh, it says, A deep cover operative awakens to find himself imprisoned in a CIA black site on a submarine. Oh. This film stars yep. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. And Dolph Lundgren. Amazing. <laughs> Together at last. Together at last. Do you want to watch the trailer? I want to watch the film. <laughs> yes, the trailer we'll have to do for now. 
My name is Patrick Ferris. I'm a chief officer with SAD. I'd like to start by making you aware that you are an enemy combatant and therefore have not and will not be granted any rights. You know how this works, so I'll keep it simple. I want the location of the drive along with the names of those complicit in your efforts to sell it. This won't go anywhere. just red wire, blue wire. I knew I liked you. It's been a while since we did a crazy action film. I love me some Dolph Lundgren. We lost our previous Dolph Lundgren film. We did. It was taken off Netflix. Very careless. Uh, Don't Kill It. So we've, we can put another one back into this table. Check out our episode, Don't Kill It, from season one. Definitely check out Don't Kill It. That's a great film. I'm really disappointed that was taken off Netflix. Hopefully it'll come back one day. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. So hopefully this one's as good. Fingers crossed. It's got Jean-Claude Van Damme as well. It's probably going to be better. Yeah, so go and check out Blackwater before this time next week. I'm not sure Jean-Claude Van Damme is a guaranteed mark of quality, to be honest with you. For crazy action films, though. (laughs) This is going to be a crazy action film. We've never one of them for ages. No, that'll be good good to watch. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so before then, go out and watch Blackwater, and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) 